Hi everyone and welcome to Bad Work Stories Made Good. My name is Karina Rubek and together with my co-host Emma Matthews, we'll be doing exactly that. In each episode, we're going to take a bad work story from our client work, the media, or even your own bad work story and get some good out of it. So, without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast on Bad Work Stories Made Good. I'm Karina and this is Emma Matthews. Emma Matthews from the beautiful one and only New Zealand, Waiheke Island, where it's absolutely pouring with rain. But anyway, (laughs) normally it's storm. You said storm conditions before. It's very stormy. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And Karina, where are you coming from? I'm coming from the heat wave, <laughs> the climate change capital of the Europe right now. No, everywhere in Europe is the same. It's like 29 degrees. It's so hot I had to take my bra off. Like, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Girls out there, you know exactly oh, what I'm Karina's <laughs> unleashed. Watch out. She's unleashed. Anything could happen. <laughs> I'm unleashed. I tell you, no alcohol was past my lips, but there is nothing holding up my boobs right now. So. <laughs> so be warned be warned yeah um yeah so what should we what should we rift on today emma well i'm really interested in in um, yeah something i read uh some auckland university research that they've just been doing on uh business and and basically you know the the pandemic is everyone's doing research on what what effect has it made as you know the thing we're doing right now and they've come up with a concept called teamliness Teamliness. I know. Interesting word. Um, Talking about the rise of the team and the, uh, I suppose, the importance of team uh, and Mm -hmm. how teams came together, the care, the connection, the collaboration that was um, felt in the teams that they've been researching in New Zealand during the pandemic. So I was quite interested in that because, you know, we often work with leaders and teams. And, yeah, I wondered what this was, you know, bringing up for me was about, you know, is the rise of personal leadership uh, having an impact over positional leadership? Mm. Interesting, interesting. So where where did you get to on that question? Well, I mean, I actually thought, and, and in the work that I'm doing with clients as well, it seems more that we are moving in. We're moving in to being um, more team-focused than we are being leader-focused, as in, you know, the hierarchical. And Mm. um, so rather than waiting for the leader to give direction and show you the way in a time of crisis, which, you know, we are living in, constant crisis at the moment, um, stepping up into your own personal power and your own personal responsibility um, Mm. to be a leader rather than sitting back and waiting. Mm. What comes up for me is uh, um, I saw it on the the TV tonight around the news and um, for those of you who are outside the UK or may um, just may not be interested, which is is understandable, (laughs) um, is Boris Johnson's, um, you know, plan to, well, leave the party and there are 11 potential candidates have kind of put their names um, and started campaigning since Saturday and one of them, her, and it's a woman, her campaign tagline 
well, not so much a tagline, but a quote, a quotable quote that hit the headlines was maybe it's the, uh, maybe it should be less about the leader and more about the team. Mm. Interesting, isn't it? There's something mm. in the ether here, you know, yeah. and particularly that charismatic, you know, look at me where you look at, you know, European leaders and particularly Boris Johnson, you know, and his kind of rise to power and, you know, you know, being able to look good and, you know, perform, perform, mm. <laughs> quote unquote, for mm. the cameras versus what is the strength of the team and the intelligence. And, um, and when I say intelligence, I mean whole body intelligence. So not just our head, but our heart intelligence, our gut intelligence, our everything intelligence. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, the you know, the forest versus a singular, you know, it's the mm. collective. Yeah, it's really interesting. Isn't it interesting, like, you know, yeah. what you've just it, picked up and what, what you know, is happening over here, yeah. And watching from New Zealand last week as that whole drama played out in the UK, I think the funniest thing for me was when Boris Johnson was, you know, having his ministers just, you know, uh, resign <laughs> and, his, and his team was falling away and he's going, that's okay, it's okay. And I and I'm one of we'll the some new ones. We'll yeah, just drag right. some there's new ones off the back people. bench. Yeah, there's more people here, and then I can talk <laughs> them. So, so you know, and and I think in fact, you know, at one point they said, "Oh, how's your day been, Boris?" He goes, "Fantastic." And I was like, "I was like, oh my goodness me, the the uh, the inability to actually be honest and front into something that's uh, yeah going on, but blustering on a leader that." that didn't engender any um, any level of, you know, sort of empathy. Empathy. I had no mm. empathy whatsoever mm. with the situation that he was in because he could, and I could have. I mean, if he'd actually been more real and, and, you know, and obviously, you know, as you say, he was performing, he was performing, and that's what I felt. So there's no reality here. Uh, and I mm. thought, you know, the United Kingdom deserves better leadership and um, and for the team power to really have taken him down. That was team power mm, taking him down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now it's it, – it, and kind of the sadness is in the structure is now it's all about the rise of the new leader. Yeah. You know, and they're all playing the games. And when you say 11 candidates, that's a team, right? That's a, yeah. that's a big team. That's a strong mm. team. But and actually, they're all can meet competing against each other. Exactly. That's right. Mm. So what, how useful is that when mm. they all need to be playing a part? I mean, that, those 11 would be better to sit down for a day and say, okay, so let, let's work out who's best here. Let's, who, who, want, you know, who really is the person we want to support as a leader and we are the team that are going to support you to go forward and lead the country. Mm, yeah, could you imagine having that conversation or even going a step further and saying, you know, how do we actually collectively lead? Yeah. You know, actually, you know, and I know there's constitutional things about one person and all the rest of it, but that's kind of shit, right? It's, it hasn't worked. It's not working. So what is the alternative? Yeah. How can we share power? How can, you know, and I know, you know, again, if anyone's thinking, fuck, we can't do that constitutionally, I get that. And I'm imagining, you know, like, yeah. you know, what, like, how could we actually share power? Yeah. And how can we actually come to that? And, you know, another analogy um, through the weekend was, of course, the tennis. Mm. And we had Wimbledon final here. And, of course, you know, like, question, is tennis a team sport? 
or mm-hmm. is it the is it an individual sport? Mm. Uh, and interesting that the runner-up didn't even thank his team. Mm. <laughs> and I think you know, in fairness to Nick, right, he might have been like so fucked off that he lost um, that he kind of forgot that. Um, but again, you know, like how a player gets on the court and actually can hit high performance is all about the team. Mm. You know, having your physio, having your doctors, you know, having your mental coach, you know, the um, all, you know, all the components that are put together for high performance, you know, nutritionists, you know, it, it, you know, all of that stuff, the traveling, you know, entourage that is Mm. required for the top players today. Absolutely. I don't know where I'm going with that, but, you know. But without a team, he, that, you know, those players on the court would be, half of what they are are because of that support yeah. and that training and you know the whole program that goes around it so mm. agreed I mean I think that at the other thing I was thinking about with politics just to bounce back to our our political situation or your political situation is actually how do young people view this debacle um of leaders that have been elected mm. and you know there's a real issue with getting involvement of people to vote and even being mm. part of the so, so, so-called democratic you know um process mm. and mm. yet you watch what's going on and it's just i mean it's worse than than nick curios on on um you know on center court at well mm. having a go mm. at his team it's worse it's totally, yeah. I mean, that's entertainment. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about systems and processes that impact our life and impact the planet. And I think I was saying to you earlier, Emma, that I don't think there's, and I could be completely wrong, but from what I've read so far with um, a trusted source in the Guardian newspaper, is not one of those 11 has a climate platform. Mm. And, in fact, the strong candidates are anti the climate platform because they need to stimulate growth in the economy. And that is just, you know, like that fucking terrifies me mm. around that is that is just like do not do people not get this 1.52 degrees that, you know, mm. that is crying mm. like fuck we're in crisis now. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. so, um, you know, so they're neat and, yeah, it's just like, well, how, you know, like, and you've got who's going to show leadership exactly and there. i mean i would say vote kate rayworth in you know she's the mm. donut economy yes circuit. exactly i yeah, mean yeah. like you know she's an incredible leader in environmental thinking about how to restructure the way we we do everything. but who wants to go into that cauldron have you ever seen have you ever seen um time in the time in the house of lords or whatever they in the commons yeah, yeah. freaking shout at each other i mean like it's like you talk about a hostile work environment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like who in their right fucking mind wants to front up to that day in, day out? Yeah, exactly. Where it's all about the preening, the, you know, the rebuttal. I mean, it's like it's got nothing to do with the fact we have real frigging issues to sort out. So let's kind of get around the table and and leverage our collective intelligence to make some good shit happen and invite people like Kate hey, Rayworth. How do I say her name? Yeah, Kate um, Rayworth. Yeah, Rayworth. Yeah, you know, have the specialists like you know the chancellor working with her, like her being the chancellor, right? Specialist exactly. power She's doesn't need to be voted in. Yeah, Economist with her, yeah. um, you know, environmental yeah. awareness. 
She's doing great work in in, um, Netherlands, you know. I mean, it's like, I know, I know. I'm just having a little wee meltdown here. I'm into <laughs> the hot flush up. number. The, the heat is up. up. It's heated up. Is it? Is it me? Yes, I think it is. It's hot flush number twenty-three. Yeah. Hot flush number twenty-three. I'm having a Nick Curious moment, darling. I mean, him in a hot flush. He is a mummy's boy, apparently. So um, good on you, Nick. I'm, we do love a mummy's boy. It's definitely just, hot. It's definitely hot. Oh my god! I'm just like, what is that? It's the Spanish weather forecast. What's the shit? So look at this. This is unheard of. Look, twenty-five oh. degrees oh, in wow. Sheffield, and it is nine thirty at night, people. This is not wow. a daytime temperature. This wow. is a Spanish nighttime temperature. Well, it doesn't have anything to do with climate, climate change, though, does it? Climate in look at that is the Spanish Ooh. temperature. Same, same, the same. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> have I swore have I swore enough? Have I sworn today? enough? Have I sworn enough today? Have I sworn enough well, today? Well, so what are we going to do? How are we going to c- conclude this um because uh, it's coming close to our time now. Yeah, so it's kind of close to our time. So how about we just go for the outro, which would be say so let's see how this thing so, so people, no animals, that means Jimmy the cat and Rocky the dog, or humans were harmed in the production of this podcast. Not sure about the human bit, you did need to get up early, Emma. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. is drinking only organic red vegan wine and occasionally low alcohol bubbles. Of course, everything is sustainably produced in Spain and all CO2 offsets in the whole production process were signed off by a reputable agency. And when you work out how to how we can do that for this podcast, Emma, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Bad Work Stories Made Good. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and would listen again. If you have a story you want to share or any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Please let us know. See you next time.